Hey lady, it's Dr. Dom here. If you like this show and you want to make your own, let me tell you about the free platform Anchor. It's a creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. You can add songs from Spotify and create any type of content that you are looking for. Anchor will distribute it all for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. On this week's episode in Her Space. Something clicked in me and I had this epiphany where it's like external things cannot make me happy, whether it's a relationship, a job, money, being on vacation, being in the most beautiful place in the world. I've realized I've been depressed on vacation before. Like I realized that nothing outside of me can bring me true happiness. It really comes from within. And that was a really great time for me when I lived in New York for a year to go within. I lived by myself. So I had time to just sit with me and figure me out like, who is this Terry person? What makes you click? What makes you happy outside of what everyone else wants you to do or, you know, what they want for you or what they define as happiness for you, whether it's you, you know, being in a relationship or getting married, whatever it is, what makes you happy? And so I had time to sit with myself in New York when I was by myself to really identify what does that look like for me? See, you know my question. What was it? What did you come up with? Welcome to Her Space, a podcast dedicated to uplifting women like you. We're your hosts, Dr. Dominique Broussard, a college professor and psychologist, and Terry Lomax, a techie and motivational speaker. In a world where Black women are often misrepresented and misunderstood, please join us as we initiate authentic conversations on everything from fibroids to fake friends and create a safe space where Black women can just be. All right. So in season one, one of our top three most downloaded episodes was the one about self-care. And self-care clearly is an important topic considering the times that we're in and clearly something that, ladies, you really want us to talk about more. So today, what we want to talk about, we want to address self-care from like a slightly different perspective. So part of self-care means that you feel good, you are happy and we'll get more into like what happiness like really means and more importantly you're having fun so just to kind of share a little bit when after terry and i recorded that episode we started to realize that hey maybe as we're talking to people about like prioritizing self-care and we came up with you know we put out all these good strategies we realized that maybe we need to step back and look at our own self-care routine. So for me, that came with the realization after a therapy session that even though I might be doing things to quote unquote relax, I wasn't having fun. And since then, and if you see me on a regular basis, you know that I have spoken to this about being intentional about having fun and adding more lighthearted things into my life. So one of the things I did, I went to visit one of my sisters and her family, and we went to the amusement park. And I don't know about you, lady, but going to the amusement park is just one of those things that brings out the kid in you. 
I hadn't been to an amusement park in years, but being there, like I really did feel more childlike, not childish, but childlike. And it didn't, I, I will say that it helped that I was with some children. So children also do tend to bring out that fun and bring out that joy in us. And so while I recognize that realistically, I'm not going to an amusement park every Saturday or Sunday, but it just made me realize that there, maybe I should take some time to think of some of the little ways in which I can bring some fun into my life. And so today what we want to do is we want to think of those small ways that we can stop and have some fun when we realize that we need a little bit of a pick-me-up. That sounds good to me, Don, because honestly, I feel like as an adult, fun has not been my ministry because I am so worried about <laughs> paying these bills, making this money. Life is very stressful at times as an adult. And I remember talking to my therapist one day and she asked, like, well, what do you do for fun? And I just kind of paused and I said to her, what did I say? I think I may have said like, oh, blogging or reading. Cause I really do. Like I'm a nerd. I love to read. I love to learn. That is really fun to me. But she's like, okay, hold up, pause. I'm talking about belly, something that, that makes you belly ache laugh or something that really gives you that, that feeling of kind of like euphoria in a sense. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, well, I don't really have a lot of fun in that way. I have different types of fun, but it ain't that fun. So I, I'm, I'm excited for this episode so I can learn more about how to infuse fun into my life as well. And get some of those belly aching laughs, like that that laugh so hard you cry. Like I I don't do that as often as I need to. Seriously. And when I think about back to when I was a kid, I was very childish and Mm -hmm. childlike. I was very silly and I laughed about everything. And every once in a while, I'll find myself in a meeting at work. It's like the wrong setting and something will happen. And I just You ever just have that moment where you just laugh and you feel like the laugh is coming and it's uncontrollably and you're like, it's uncontrollable. And you're like, you know what? This is not appropriate, but it just makes you laugh and you can't help it. Those are the, those are the moments that we're talking about, right? Yes. 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 So I guess we should dive into our quote of the day because when you think about it, Dom, there's so much going on in the world right now. There's so much going on in the news. We don't even have to address it or talk about it because I'm sure that you see it on your social media timeline. Your friends then sent you a group chat about the news and what they heard and what's going on in the world. And so we really want to like take our attention away from that and create a space for us to just have fun, have some lighthearted, a lighthearted good time and yes. just dive in. Yes. So our quote of the day comes from artist Lizzo. And if you've seen any of her recent music videos, they, I mean, they embody fun. And so I would encourage you to check her out. So her quote says, growing up is acting less childish and being more childlike. Childlike. I like that. What does that quote mean to you, Don? What what immediately came up for me was like this, I think back to when I was a kid and you would get, we'd go to the store and we'd get those Laffy Taffies. Oh my God. And remember how if you opened up the Laffy Taffy, like they had like those random corny jokes in there. Yes. And, you know, I've learned and I'm trying to get better at accepting that some of the things that I say that like I think I'm trying to be funny are actually like 
hella corny, right? I'm trying to embrace that and be okay with just being corny. And those la- and it, so it, it reminds me of like those little random like knock knock jokes from, mm-hmm. <laughs> from the Laffy Taffy yes. rapper, right? Yes. I love that. And I think that I'm trying to think about you just kind of, it made me smile just thinking about that because I thought about all these childhood memories that I have. And when I hear this quote, growing up is acting less childish and more and being more childlike. It makes me think about the fact that, you know, as we grow up, ideally, we want we do want to mature. Like we don't want to be childish and, you know, we, we don't want to be too silly, especially when it's not appropriate. But as far as being childlike for me, that makes me think about creativity. It makes me think about mm-hmm. imagination. It yes. makes me think about being unapologetic because you know kids will tell you the truth real quick i remember going up to my little brother when he was little because i raised my siblings and we had so we had so many good moments i capture a lot of them on camera and on video because it was like these moments are they're so precious they're never going to come back and i remember one morning i went up to my little brother and he was like what does your breath smell like and i was like huh and what he was trying to say was, your breath stank, girl. Like, you are in my face, your breath stank. But he was just like, what does your breath smell like? Because he didn't know what to say. And there, I actually, I feel like I just want to go on a little tangent and talk about all these little moments. There were other moments. Maybe I'll dive into them later in the show. But yeah, being childlike, like just having that that freedom to think creatively without someone shutting it down or without you feeling like, oh, that might be a silly idea. That's important for us to tap into that because it's so pure, it's so innocent. And that's where a lot of bright ideas and witty inventions come from. That imagination that we're taught to sort of shut down as an adult because we have to be serious and we have to be reserved and we have to be adults. You know, like and not and not be head of the fun ministry anymore. You right? know exactly because I let me tell you when I was young, I was head of the fun ministry. I my parents would always be looking at me like, okay, you're doing too much. You right. need to calm, calm down. down. And honestly, I was actually afraid. I was so fearful to get my license because I was so silly. And I played so much. I was like, yo, I'm going to get behind someone's car and I'm going to start swerving. I'm going to start doing all these dances and I listen to music. Oh. And I was so nervous about that. But I have since become a very mature and very serious adult. Okay. Mm. <laughs> so you say. So we're I gonna, say. No. We're going to find no, out I'm today. Lying. <laughs> all lies. All lies. I'm lying. <laughs> so, okay. Like, I really wanted to, like, embrace the corny, like, knock, knock, glassy tap. Yes. Right. So I found a few that I just wanted to like put out there. And and I think that sometimes like this helps, right? Like it's a, you need to break up the monotony. Like you need to like, you're feeling really like just heavy. I mean, literally you can just Google Laffy Taffy jokes, right? Quick question for you, Dom. Are you about to try to like make me laugh or something? Are you trying to test out your jokes on me or something? Uh, uh, Dang, see, like you were supposed to like actually say it. Oh, my bad. Like there's pressure, right? (laughs) So we're going to go there anyway, right? So I just need you to answer the questions and go along with the corniness, okay? okay? So what did the house wear to the party? Dom, what did the house wear to the party? Wait, what am I supposed to say? (laughs) <laughs> do I just say what? You're supposed to just answer. Oh, so, oh, my bad. Okay. What did the house wear to the party? Drapes. A dress. A dress. A dress. You get it? Oh! <laughs> that was a good one. That was a good one, Dom. I was nervous. I'm like, I don't want to be on this microphone and not laugh at Dom's jokes. But if it's not funny, don't laugh at my jokes, Dom. Okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was good. That was all good. All right. All right. I'm like, a dress. 
Okay, I'm sorry. That one caught me by surprise because I was I was expecting you to get it right, and oh, I think that's like one of the cool things yeah. about like just letting yourself go, just like just being chill, and it, whatever happens happens. So here's another one. What opens and shuts, but is not a door or a window? That is really my mouth. No, my no. mouth opens and shuts to eat food. No. Okay, or to talk. Your mind opens and shuts. Your but mind. It's not a door or a window. Because you have an open mind, or you can have a closed mind. mind. Oh, I see what you did. Right, y'all are probably listening to this like they something wrong with her. Exactly. Oh my gosh, that was that was cute. That was cute. Okay, but that's the thing. Like that's the key with it is to like just let yourself like go there and and take a chance. Like we Mm -hmm. see how you laughed at my first one that I wasn't intending for you to laugh at, and then I just randomly pulled another one and was like hoping that you would laugh, and it was like. You didn't laugh, but it paused and like it made us think for a moment, right? But Dom, you already know what's coming next up. Okay. I got some jokes for you over here, okay? Okay, okay, y'all ready? Okay. Did you hear about the Italian chef that died? No. He passed away. He passed away. Oh, pasta away, pasta like, away. Yes. Yeah, I kind of messed I it knew, up. But. No, I knew, I felt it. Like I it felt, felt like you were gonna have something with with Italian food, yes. obviously, right? Yes. And so then, like I'm like sitting there wrecking my brain, trying to figure out, like, wait, what so what be? is it gonna be? Like, how's she gonna tie this in? <laughs> got you got it. Okay, what about this one? Why couldn't the bicycle stand up? It kicked the sand. Oh, okay. A little close. I'm I like close. I like your line of thought. But the answer is, ready for the answer. The answer is because it was too tired. Oh, oh. <laughs> okay, okay. Oh my goodness. So this makes me think about something I heard when I was younger. And I, I don't think we have to get caught up on language, but if we want to, um, we could. And so one thing the person said was, you know, happiness is not the goal. The goal is to be joyful. Yes. And the person was saying that it's probably my pastor. Y'all know I'm always quoting my pastor because it was just so influential for me as a kid. But I think what he said was when you're happy, it's dependent upon what's happening around you. Whereas when you're joyful, you can be joyful regardless of what's happening. It could be the worst day of your life. Something bad could be happening, but you have this joy within that sort of exudes from your being and so you're joyful regardless of if it's raining outside or you know if it's sunny and so I really like that and I resonated with that and I think for me over the course of my adulthood I've been trying to look for this joyfulness and I think that I think that I've accessed it and I can access it and so that's kind of what um yeah what comes to mind for me when we talk about happiness you know I like that because I think that oftentimes we when we say oh, I'm trying to be happy, like we might be setting ourselves up for unrealistic expectations of if I don't get to that point of feeling happy, then something's wrong with me. And then that just puts you in this cycle of, okay, well, if I'm trying to get to happy and I'm doing everything that I should be doing to be happy, but I'm not there yet, what's wrong with me, right? And I think oftentimes what we end up doing is we are doing all the things that should make us joyful, that will should bring happiness, but we're not embracing those moments, right? Like we're like, okay, 
So I'm going to go to the amusement park to like get some happiness. And while you're there, while you're at the amusement park, you're so intent on, okay, I need to be happy. I need to be happy. And you're not actually like letting yourself live and be present in that moment that you leave the amusement park and there's no happiness there. You're like, yeah, I went to the amusement park. It was no big deal. When really if you just step back and you say, like you embrace being at the amusement park and doing all the things, no matter what the things are for you, doing all the things, the happiness will come. Yep. And I think that for me, a lot of it also comes down to listening to your body. Like what is your body telling you? Because sometimes, you know, you may be going through something, maybe it's something that's so so deep and it's suppressed down in there that you can't identify it. And so you are not happy. You are not joyful. I think I'm going to use them interchangeably just because I feel like happiness is something that we use often to, you know, right. to denote joy. But I just wanted to make that distinction. But I think that you know, sometimes our body's telling us like, hey, you have this trauma or this pain or something that's going on. And so you may not be able to get happy because of this thing, this thing that is, is blocked or this this sort of gap that needs to be connected within. And so going within to kind of question yourself like, huh, I'm not happy right now. It's okay that I'm not happy. I don't have to figure it out. But it could be nice to ask yourself a few questions like, I wonder where this came from or encourage yourself to just kind of push through it and move through that feeling and do things that typically do make you happy until your body catches up if you can't identify it or of course consult with your mental health provider or something like that. Yes, and you know, several mental health providers out there are somatic therapy experts where that is their focus is helping you tap into what your body is experiencing and helping you figure out how to become more in tune and aware of the physical experiences that you might be having in response to different situations in your life. And one thing I want to add, Dom, I was thinking about when I was living in New York, I was living in Queens at the time and I was working at St. John's University. And that was my first big girl job after graduating. I got my master's and I was like, okay, cool. I'm moving to New York. I'm going to start this new life. And I remember I was, I was, where was I at? I was somewhere downtown and I just picture this with me. I was downtown. I was walking past a building and it had one of those sort of tinted windows. And so I looked over and I saw myself in the reflection. I had this big old curly weave, had them bundles in, and I had these big glasses with my nice little pea coat. And I was walking and I was on my way to, where was I going? Maybe like dermatologist, I think it was. And I remember looking in the mirror or in that, in that, storefront. And I thought to myself, I have reached this level of success that I've been looking for. I've been like going to school. I got away from, you know, my bad, you know, tough background. And I got to this point where I have my car, I have my own place. I'm making like the most money I've ever made in my life at that point. I have benefits and I'm not happy. Something clicked in me and I had this epiphany where it's like external things cannot make me happy, whether it's a relationship, a job, money, being on vacation, being in the most beautiful place in the world, I've realized I've been depressed on vacation before. Like I realized that nothing outside of me can bring me true happiness. It really comes from within. And that was a really great time for me when I lived in New York for a year to go within. I lived by myself. So I had time to just sit with me and figure me out like, who is this Terry person? 
what makes you click? What makes you happy outside of what everyone else wants you to do or, you know, what they want for you or what they define as happiness for you, whether it's you, you know, being in a relationship or getting married, whatever it is, what makes you happy? And so I had time to sit with myself in New York when I was by myself to really identify what does that look like for me? See, you know my question. What was it? What did you come up with? What were you able to identify? So when I was there, one of the things that I realized that really made me happy was working with women. So that's where I really began to hone in on those motivational speaking skills and creating spaces for women. So I leaned into my blog a lot. I did on-campus events with some of the women there. I also just got more comfortable living in a big city and like going around by myself. And I went to networking events where I could meet other people. Um, I just went outside. Like I just got outside and did stuff. And I think new experiences. I learned the new experiences. That makes me happy. I said this before in another episode, but balancing my checkbook, that literally makes me happy. I want to know how many coins, where are my coins at? How many coins do I have in the bank? And who's who's trying to take some coins out? Like I want to know. I want to have balance there. Um, and that's probably stemmed from something back in my past growing up, but that's important for me to know that. And also speaking to my siblings, calling my family up, having good conversations with them. And yeah, those are some of the things that I realized really make me happy. Okay. Now, what about the child in you? Were you doing anything at that time to nurture the child in you? Mm, Yeah, I realized I said a lot of boring, happy things. I didn't really name any fun, fun. So, okay, so a few things, I think getting my adrenaline going, so going to a, what did I go to? It was one of those bounce parks, not a bounce park, but a trampoline park, oh, something like that, or yes. not a trampoline, but it's one of the, the like a space walk, a bouncy space, house. Yes, a bouncy mm-hmm. house, that kind of thing, where you can just jump up and be carefree and not care about how do I look, how do I sound, how or am I coming up, or all the, girl, oh my gosh, yes, all the germs. Mm-hmm. That going to amusement parks, going. I went to an improv class. That was really fun. Just, just doing, just doing stuff where I don't have to really be in my head. Because yes. I'm one of those people. I overthink everything. I will be walking down the street having like two conversations with myself at the same time. Though I don't respond to myself because you know what they say. But yeah, so whatever gets me outside of my head, whether it's watching a fun movie or you know, doing something theater-wise, dance class, all that, those are the things that really are fun to me these days, I would say. And I think that that's cool to, like, identify the things that, like, work for you, right? Now, I will say that, like, what I want to think about also is what, how do we respond to accessing fun in the moment when maybe that improv class sounds really exciting, but either it's not. It doesn't work with our schedule, mm-hmm. or maybe there, it costs more than is in our budget because mm-hmm. we're trying to make sure people yes. aren't taking too many of our coins. Exactly. So, what are some things that like you like you can think of that you've done that didn't really cost money or interfere with your normal schedule? Okay, so really quick down. I'm going to answer that question. I promise. I'm about to pull Kanye real quick. I'm going to answer your question. But real quick, I forgot to tell you. So tonight, you know, it's Friday night. Tonight, my husband and I are going to the Millennium Tour in Oakland. And that right there is going to be fun because, girl, B2K, Mario, the Ying Yang Twins, that for me brings back all the memories from, I don't know how old. I don't know how old. Adolescent something. Yes. So that right there, getting dressed up. I saw pictures online of 
people dressing up in like their throwback jersey dresses and wearing, you know, the baby girl, baby fat, all that stuff. And I was oh. just like, oh my gosh, Chinese sandals, like all that stuff, your little, just all the stuff that we used to wear back in the day. So that is something that I'm really looking forward to tonight. But as far as things that don't cost a lot of money, I think that going on Groupon, you know, if yeah. you do want to, if you do have a little coin to spend going on Groupon, but also just going outdoors, like gathering some friends, having a little picnic, going on a hike, playing outside, go to a playground. I haven't done that in forever, but that brings back memories and that will be fun. Just make sure that you don't look suspect because I feel like being an adult, going to a playground by yourself, people might look at you a little funny. And you don't have any children with you. Yes. yes. It might be a little suspect. Yes. But playgrounds are fun. So that could be something, being out in nature. I don't know. What else are you thinking about, Don? So, okay. So like what comes up for me is like, I'm thinking about like, well, if I'm in a tough space, then I'm going to come up with all the excuses to not do those things. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to say, well, I mean, but Groupon still costs me money and I live in a hot climate. And so I'm not going outside to a playground when it's a hundred plus degrees outside. Or I'm not going to that playground when I live in a place that where it rains all the time. So I'm thinking of all the excuses, right? Mm -hmm. So let's say that it's hot as hell outside or it's raining cats and dogs outside and you're like, "Ah, I need some fun, right? So here are my like, I'm aversive to the outdoors. I'm aversive to spending money. No excuses. Things that you can do inside your home with material you already have to have some fun, right? Mm -hmm. No excuses. I have some ideas. Okay. So, first idea. Dance party. There you go. Dance party. I mean, listen. I remember, like, if you know me, you know that I am not the best dancer. And I'm okay with that. Ditto. Sometimes. (laughs) Um, Sometimes I still do get a little embarrassed by it. But... Or try to hide it. So if you're in the comfort of your home, pick your favorite dance tunes, crank it up, and when that bass drops, do what you do. It's hard to be depressed when you're shaking your ass. Yes. Just saying. And you don't even have to shake your ass. You could do a little two-step. You could do a little bounce with the shoulders. Right. You know, sit in your chair, do the little excellent chair dance. Because most of us, even if you're not the best dancer, you everybody looks good when they're in the chair right. doing a little shoulder action. Right? Mm-hmm. So have yourself a dance party. Whatever that dancing looks like for you is just you. Have your dance party. Right? The next thing that I like to do is color. And and I know like the it's a big marketing thing now to have like adult coloring books. And those things can be really intricate and detailed. For me, I just those things don't necessarily do it for me. I like to go back to kid coloring books. Yes. Probably stuff with like people, right? Mm-hmm. And and but that's my preference. So you find a coloring book, like you find like some color pencils, some markers, some crayons, whatever you need, and you color. And let's say you don't have that, you have some scrap paper around your house where you can like sit and you can draw whatever it is that you need to. But sometimes just doing some of those like 
what seems like a mindless activity, mm-hmm. well, actually you will find yourself feeling just so relaxed. And even though it might not seem like quote unquote fun, the goal is to just get you out of your normal comfort zone. And the fact that you brought that up right when you said coloring, I thought, oh my gosh, that sounds so stress relieving. Like that's a great way to get out of your head. You get onto the paper and you just I used to struggle to color in the lines. So I just think about like filling out the line and coloring yes. it in and making it look pretty. I mean, that sounds so soothing. Ugh. I might have to do that tonight. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so what were the things that came up for you? Because you, when I said like, oh, yeah, no excuses. Here are the things. Oh, man. Dom, I think I forgot. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, I think I was going to say, like, board games. That used to be really fun, playing board games when oh, we were kids. yes. Like, oh, my gosh, Monopoly, Life. Okay, what's your favorite? My favorite? What did I play all the time? Monopoly wasn't fun because it used to get a little violent. You know, people get, you took my property. You get, you get into family fights with Monopoly. So I might have to say. But see, my family liked that. Like, really? not necessarily the fight what part, the fight? but like, but not the, the fight part, but just like the, yeah. okay, we just going to do this and we're going to be in it. And somebody might get upset, but that's all right. Yeah. We gonna, you know, and as I sit back and I process it now, like that was a good way to teach us one, like financial literacy Heck skills, yeah. right? Problem solving, critical thinking skills, but also emotion regulation. Because mm-hmm. what do you do if you thought you were winning, mm-hmm. like you, you owned all the properties, and then next thing you know, somebody else comes up and takes your stuff. Exactly. How do you respond? Yes. That's a good point. I would say, oh, you know what? Okay, I just thought of a few. So remember Bop It? Bop oh, It. Oh, yeah. Bop It mm-hmm. was really fun. Twister, and I used to play Grand Theft Auto. Oh. I used to stay on my cousin's sticks playing mm-hmm. Grand Theft Auto. That was my game. Oh. Okay, it's coming back. It's coming back. What is it now? So during the Christmas holidays, I was visiting one of my sisters, mm-hmm. and we brought out like an old school Super Mario Brothers 3. Oh, yes. Now, first of all, let me just say, I'm just going to put it out there that like back in the day, like I remember being really good at it and remembering all like the secret spots and just learning all (laughs) of it, right? And between that and like Tetris and like, and then Street Fighter and all those video games, right? But, and so being able to play that game over the Christmas holidays was like, even though, like, I lost a lot, like, I kept losing a lot. Like, it just wasn't, it was just wasn't happening for me. Even though I was losing, like, I still was having a good time just, like, <laughs> because it brought me back to that space. Yeah. It brought me back to, like, a happy time, you know, like, a joyful time. So, tapping into those things that, like, if you reflect back, to your childhood, to the happy parts of your childhood, try to bring some of those things back. Again, we're tapping into our inner child. Yes. And I'm just thinking about some of the highlights of childhood and some random, I just want to say some random words and think about what comes to mind for you when we say these random words. Gushers. Oh. Gushers were like the treat that I was like, I cannot get enough of these. But I used to always have to ask for snacks, so I couldn't just be taking them. My mom was clocking them and rationing yes. them out. Yes. And I was like, yo, if I could just get a whole box of Gushers. I used to always, as a kid, I had this fantasy of just buying 
Bubblelicious bubblegum. I used to love yes. Bubblelicious. Yes. And I wanted to get a whole pack and just eat all the gum at once. To me, I thought that was like the most, that was just like the biggest fantasy that I had, which is such a little kid fantasy, right? But let me ask you. Mm -hmm. So can you blow bubbles with your bubblegum? I can. I can't. Really? I can't. And then, and I don't know, like, I remember, like, my siblings, like, figuring it out, yeah. and I would just be like, uh, I can't, but the Bubblicious gum tastes good, so I'm just going to keep exactly. going. Yeah. And so, like, I think about that in terms of, like, just embracing who you are and where you are, right? Yes. Like, so everyone else is able to, like, blow big, huge bubbles, and they're having fun with it. If that's not your thing, then figure out, like, what your thing is and embrace your thing. Yes, I would agree with that. And that makes me think about double dutch. I was one of, I feel like I was one of those black girls where I just couldn't do the stereotypical black things. Like I couldn't braid for shit. I, double dutch, my braiding is suspect today, but double dutch, yo, I used to admire and like envy everyone that hopped in and they'd be playing, you know, patty cake. And I'm just like, I can't double dutch. My rhythm, I think my coordination is, is a little off. Same But here. it's all good though, because I'm working on it. That's why we go to the twerk class. But uh, double dutch. Also, heads up, seven up. Ooh, that used that to was a classic. Best game to play on a rainy day at yes. school. Oh. I used to cheat a little bit, I ain't gonna lie. But it's all good. Discovery Zone. Did you ever used to go to Discovery Zone? They had those. I don't remember going to them, but OMG in San Diego. I remember when I was growing up, it used to be the place my mom and dad would take us, and we would literally I don't even understand how they stayed there for hours as parents because I would have been bored as a parent. But we would just go and run into these different like compartments, and then remember, you used to like jump into the balls that they had at Chuck E. Cheese, do all mm -hmm. that, run, slide down the slide. It was so fun, Dom. And I feel like I'm just getting so excited, and I'm going to go to Discovery Zone just by talking about it. Yeah, and I think, you know what, like, I, I guess this makes perfect sense why there are places like Dave and Buster's or yes. Main Event, like places where adults and kids alike can get in there and have a good time. Yes. And so if you budget for it, if it's, you know, if it's something that you and your family can figure out, try checking out like a Dave and Buster's or a Main Event or whatever whatever adult arcade fun zone type place is in your area and have a good time. Just let that inner child come in. Yes, it's so important for us to tap into that inner child. I think it's key for our creativity and just for us to show up in the world in a way where we can really share the gifts that we have unapologetically. Because kids, again, kids don't care. They will tell you how it is. If you stink, if you look funny, they're like, what's that? Why is that like that? I mean, yes. I also thought about MASH. Remember MASH? Oh, yes. I have my whole life mapped out with MASH. Like, my yes. life was mapped out multiple times. Yes. Like, just Ain't. a billion times <laughs> over, my life yes. was mapped out. And <laughs> if I probably were to find one of those pages, nothing. 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 But tap into your inner childhood, lady. And so one of the things that... I want us to do is to, I'm going to give us a little homework. Okay, okay. So, in between now and the next time you listen to us, the next time we all gather in her space, I charge all of us with finding one fun thing that taps into our inner child and to actually do it and just let ourselves go there. What do you think, T?
that sounds like a plan. I'm thinking of ideas already. And a lot of it just goes back to doing the things that I did in childhood because it was so, you know, there were moments that were so carefree and I didn't think too much about what I was doing. It was just about having fun, being in the moment and being in my body. And I think those are the things that I need to do today. So I will take you up on that homework and I'll work on that this week. All right. And so check in with us on social media, on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and let us know, lady, like what are the fun things that you're doing? If there's things that fun activities that we missed that you were like, I can't believe they didn't mention that. Shout us out and let us know what we need to be doing to have more fun. Thanks for joining us today in Her Space. Please note that our show may contain conversations about self-help, advice, self-empowerment, and mental health, but it is by no means meant to be a substitute for an ongoing formal relationship with a trained mental health provider. If you or someone you know is in need of mental health care, please visit the Therapy for Black Girls directory, Psychology Today, or contact your insurance provider. If you liked what you heard and want to keep the conversation going, connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at HerSpacePodcast, or check out our website at HerSpacePodcast.com. And before we meet again, repeat after me. I release what no longer serves me to manifest what I desire. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week, lady.